Hello and welcome to Sweet Talk. I'm Richard Shanko and thank you for tuning into this month's installment of Unidyne's C-Suite podcast. Over the course of each segment, we're going to uncover how senior leaders in our partnered accounts foresee the future, the victories, and the challenges that frame organizational success. I'm so excited who is joining me today, Brian Lawrence, the president and CEO of Fellowship Senior Living, a premier life plan community serving seniors in New Jersey across the continuum of care. The 72-acre Fellowship Village wooded campus, which I will tell you is just gorgeous, is located in picturesque Basking Ridge, New Jersey, is home to over 400 residents enjoying lifestyles from single-family, independent living homes, villas, and apartments to assisted living, skilled nursing, and memory care homes. This CCRC offers a full complement of lifestyle enhancements in addition to five-star dining. And under Brian's leadership, this faith-based nonprofit remains steadfast on providing optimal industry best practices for residents while working to enhance the greater good of the wider community. It's great to have you on Sweet Talk, Brian. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Thank you. It's my pleasure, and I'm, I'm so glad to be here to talk about uh, what's happening today and for the future for seniors. Well, I personally appreciate our friendship and appreciate you finding the time to be on the program. I have a couple questions I'd love to pose to you for our audience. Uh, so I'm going to start off with one and uh, appreciate your feedback. With food-savvy populations entering continuum of care communities, many architects are now thinking about ways to compete with the street. Because of the ongoing pandemic, retirement communities are discovering pop-up restaurants, dining on demand, and utilization of non-traditional spaces. Dining outside is now all the rage but Brian, you were ahead of the curve on that, designing a beautiful outdoor tapas restaurant at Fellowship Village before COVID-19 was even a factor. What inspired this idea? How are residents responding in 2021? No, no, thank you. I want to hit a couple of the great words you, you chose to um, pose that question there. Uh, is that the savvy, right? Savvy, there's savvy people out there. The people today, the seniors today, they are savvy. You know, they they're, they're want to be engaged. You know, they want to be part of the community, part of the life out there. Um, you know, the, the lifestyle they're living now, they want to continue that lifestyle. You know, whether it, you're thinking of um, from a wellness perspective, fitness, social, or dining as well. You know, so before even COVID, we were looking at what is that consumer's looking for? What is today's consumer? What, what, are they, what are they inspired to? But what kind of experience are they looking for? Um, so that is why that's been in our plans, right? And people want to socialize. They, they want to dine outside. They, they want to have a drink. You now, we have a beautiful bar, you know, in Wilson's Tapas Bar Lounge. You know, they, they, they want to they be a part of that experience um, from a social perspective, from a dining perspective, and just from like an entertainment perspective. Um, so we already were on that path because that is where the consumer has taken us. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, do you think it will continue where they'll take us? Absolutely. I, I mean, everything that we do, from, from our industry to anybody's industry, uh, the consumer that drives the product, drives the service, you know, whether you, you want, you know, look at the iPhones we use today or the cameras we use today. Um, you know, people want connectivity. People want engagement. People want things to um, uh, be at their fingertips, be right around them. We all want to live, you know, by those walkable towns and have easy access to services and amenities. There's no difference as you age, <laughs> you know. You, you still want those, those same things that you want today. Um, and we want to make sure that we provide that. You know, um, let me put it this way. The, the, the senior living community of 20, 30 years ago is not the senior living community today. No, it would be 20, 30 years from now because that is not what the consumer is looking for. Back 20, 30 years ago, people would retire and they would live a quiet um, life and, and enjoy their retirement, as they say, in their golden years. That's not today's senior. When people retire, they have 20, 30 years of, of healthy, active living left, left in them. Um, and, and they want to live a very productive, engaging, active, vibrant lifestyle. And that's what communities like us have to provide. Well, knowing it firsthand, you definitely do provide that with all the different uh, amenities, programs, venues, and it's, it's just a wonderful facility. And uh, I invite you. anybody to really visit it uh, and meet with Brian. Uh, Fellowship Senior Living prioritizes a spirit of hospitality, something you very much have in common with Unidyne. How does that spirit show itself in the services and options you offer? Uh, that's a great question. First, I, I, just to touch upon it a little bit, you know, as you know, we were very similar to that way, Unidyne and Fellowship Senior Living. Having a defined culture for an organization, it is critical. If you don't have a defined culture, people are kind of like going out on, on their own. There's no shared common vision or, or focus or accountability of what the expectations are. You know, to have a defined um, culture of the organization, I mean, our culture is called fellowship spirit, you know, and I'll just give you a quick definition of it. Fellowship spirit is the attitude, behavior, and standards enabling us to provide exceptional service and positive experiences to all those we care for and serve. And that really says it all. You know, th this training, this onboarding, and the ongoing um, reinforcement of that while you're working here really helps, um, you know, narrow focus on, on how we deliver that service, that care, that program to our customer, whether it's here at our campus or through our home conveyed services um, throughout New Jersey. Um, so I think that's what really makes the difference in order to provide that level of hospitality. Hmm. Very interesting. And uh, appreciate your uh, thought. I can tell you from a culture standpoint, you were speaking to the leader of culture, Brian, and I've seen it firsthand that Brian is an involved individual at the facility, and that's a positive in my opinion. Uh, Brian, your team has really taken your brand identity to the next level with your quote-unquote better together, end of quote, mm -hmm. messaging to position Fellowship Village as the trusted choice for seniors. What do you think is most important for attracting future residents, infrastructure investments or programming? 
Yeah, so that's interesting. So I think they go hand and hand in hand. You know, I don't think you do one without the other, because you want to invest in infrastructure to provide that programming that people are looking for. That they'll be attracting um, to them to their community. Um, you know, people want to have you know purpose in their life. You know, they, they want to get up and be like, all right, I I want to do this today or this this afternoon or this the next day. Um, you know, people want to have that that lifestyle choice um, and be engaged. I mean, you see now if you're looking at the commercials and everything else, we have a huge aging work for, um, aging um, a population here in the United States and, and around the world, um, and it's going to increase double over the next 20 years. Um, so it's going to be one of the largest demographic that's out there, and they're going to be a, a very loud, strong voice, <laughs> you know. And we got to make sure that we position ourselves and work with the, the, you know, the right partners, like with Unidyne, to make sure that we're well positioned in the marketplace to meet their demands and their interests and their needs going forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Oh, uh, and then this leads into the next question. Boomers will be the next generation to move into CCRCs. Do you believe, as many in the industry seem to, that this demographic has distinctive needs and expectations that separate them from the generations that came before them? What do communities like yours need to do to meet them? Yeah. Yeah, we kind of already started touching upon that. You know, there's different avenues. One is, of course, technology, right? That's that's a big difference between this this generation, boom generation, coming in the marketplace versus the prior generations. They're much more savvy in technology, and it, and, and of course, the pandemic has even accelerated that you know, as well. Um, but you know, right now, most people um, want to be engaged through technology platforms or finding us through technology. Or like, oh, what are we offering from that from that from that forefront? You know, how we engage them that way. Well, one thing that we added and learned during COVID is we made this like makeshift um, broadcast studio to give them content. You know, um, through through of course the use of technology. And that was a huge hit. Now, of course, we're gonna, we went back to live entertainment, but now we're still broadcasting it to people's homes for those people that, you know, maybe not feeling well today or, or don't want to join or, or, you know, just, just want to be engaged within the, the, the comfort of their own home, as well as coming out and joining everyone else. Uh, so we're actually designing and we're going to be starting construction of a dedicated broadcast studio right here on our campus, uh, part of our um, Culture Arts Center, uh, where we can live stream discussions like this or, or uh, wellness um, discussions or, or classes or Tai Chi. Um, we're actually going to be um, providing not only in the broadcast studio, but in key areas around our community, we're going to have um, the high-definition cameras to capture other events and program activities to live stream. Not just for our residents on campus, we're also going to be adding another mm -hmm. level of technology for those people who want to stay in their home uh, called Fellowship Connected Living, where we're also going to be providing content engagement to people in their homes in the greater New Jersey area as well. But technology wow. is a big one, and on top of yeah. on top of the, the regular stuff, you know, being engaged through dining, um, social, um, fitness, wellness, entertainment. You know, they're looking they're looking for it all. You know, to touch all those seven dimensions of wellness, uh, as people put it. Oh, all the time. I and I would say the technology is going to get even more intensive over the years, not mm -hmm. less intensive. That's my Agreed. take. Agreed. Uh, 
I'll tell you a crazy story, Brian. A couple days ago, our office, our office complex lost power for hours, Mm. not just our office, the whole complex. And when you talk about technology, you almost come to a a stand once you have no power. You have no technology. Kind of interesting. So let's talk a little about fellowship. Correct. That's how we felt. The Fellowship (laughs) Ultra Arts Center you founded on campus just doesn't enrich seniors' lives. It connects them to the wider community through public performances with live Mm -hmm. theater, concerts, dance, and the arts. Why is that important? And do you have any other projects in development that will foster community integration? Yeah, you know, I, I got to admit, you know, the, the cultural center has been amazing. I mean, unfortunately, it was open for about six months before um, the pandemic um, came upon us, and we're actually reopening it this fall, this September. So we're very excited. Uh, our opening um, show is Driving Miss Daisy um, this September. We're very excited. Um, it's a touring company, professional touring company with with um, actors that you may have seen on, on TV and, and other other um, um, places. Um, but we're very excited because it does. It engages our residents to another level, They're not only with each other or inviting their family and friends to the community, but also it's a, it's an asset for the greater community. It brings people in who may not have known our brand or who we are or what we do, and it creates even more of a vibrant setting um, with the, with our residents. Because, again, the Boomer Jangers today want to be connected to the greater community. They want to be engaged they want to be social. They just want to go off and retire and be alone with people of their own ages. They, they really want to have a, a mix um, with people of, of various ages and, and be a part of that greater community. Uh, so the other projects we're doing, uh, it's very exciting, um, and continue that, that thought, we'll, we'll be adding a state-of-the-art fitness center on our campus. You know how I talked about the dimensions of wellness and people's focus on mm-hmm. fitness and wellness? Well, this is a big part of that. So it's going to be a, a, just a gorgeous, beautiful fitness center that's going to have all glass all around the walls, so all glass. So you can see that we have a all campus, like 72 acres. It's a really beautiful setting. And, and the fitness center is going to be looking out towards, like, the wetlands behind our campus. This is going to be a gorgeous view and all that natural sunlight coming into when you work out. And we're just not going to have, you know, the typical – you know, a few little machines, you know, in the fitness center. Um, it's really going to be five-star fitness and wellness where you can have all the various um, equipment and machines and free weights and 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 um, cardio uh, machines from a row machine to a step machine to uh, the bicycles um, and and treadmill, you know. Um, we'll, we'll have it all. And also an exercise studio, a studio where we have classes and engagement there. But that's not only going to be available for residents. It's also going to be open from a membership program to the people in the surrounding community, too. So, again, another avenue to bring in the community to make it a very vibrant setting, this fitness center, but also engage with our residents, encourage them to come out and, and, and be fit and well as well. And again, the seniors today do want that. They want to work out. They want to exercise. They want to be engaged. And we already have a beautiful pool. But in addition to that, we're also adding um, a, a, a – locker rooms on either side of a pool 
Um, not just any old locker room. A, no, think of like a country club locker room. You know, so it's going to have you know seating, a place to change and have lockers. You know, showers, of course, bathrooms. But also each um, locker room. Again, we're going to have the men's and women's. Is also going to have a sauna as well. Um, to be part of that. Wow. Uh, so, so just imagine, just imagine. You know, so you're living here, you're waking up, you know, and and you say, okay, well, I'm going to go and change in you know, a nice locker room. I'm going to go for a swim. Then I'm come out, and and then I'm going to go work out in the gym. Then I'm going to spend a few minutes in the sauna. Then I'm going to go home and and take a nap. <laughs> you know? And and then and then I'm going to go on the patio and have a couple of drinks with my friends and and have wonderful food at Wilson's Tapas Bar Lounge. And then I'm going to see a show. <laughs> You know, uh, what life is not better than that when you have all that right there at your fingertips in the community that you live in. Yeah. No, that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> so, and, and you know, respectful of your time, one last question for you. How important is it that you select the suppliers, vendors, partners that you select to align with Fellowship Senior Living's mission and vision, from banking to rehab to dining in the YMC, how do you gauge whether a relationship is a good fit? Uh, before I touch that, I'll just say one other thing that was important that we're doing. We're also adding um, quite a few of outdoor amenities. Again, one thing we learned from this pandemic is how important it is to have um, some some infrastructure in place, not only inside but also outside, to engage people because people really do love the outdoors. And I think some people have um, uh, refound the outdoors or newly found the outdoors and what all that can offer you. So we're also adding, and I just need to mention, you know, um, a bocce ball, um, shuffleboard, and pickleball court, which again is another huge trend in in older adults. And we're also adding um, a beautiful walking trail in a wetland, about a quarter of a mile loop, that some parts of it is a raised boardwalk, so you can sit down and, and look at the birds and relax and engage with your family or your friends or your loved ones. So I just want to mention that, too, because that outdoor engagement is equally as important than the, with the indoor stuff that we're doing as well. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, so let me get to, oh. to your other question you know, um, regarding, um, you know, working with our vendors, partners, and, and how important that is. I, I could tell you, you know, we find that so critical in our operations and for us to able to to meet our mission and vision and make sure that we're successful in providing the level of hospitality and service that we offer. We can't do this alone. I don't think anyone can do it alone. You know, we're all in this world together and this industry together, um, and we, we have to rely on each other. Um, and, and to me, what, what makes a difference and what makes a good fit is, you know, that, that, that vendor, that partner that we work with is not only with you in the good times, but in the bad times, they're still by your side and we're still helping each other out and figuring out what, what we can do to make things better. You know, and, and that's one of the things why I really appreciate working with Unidyne um, because you guys have been, you know, solid partners throughout the years and it's, of course, much appreciated. Wow. Well, you know, Brian, being respectful of your time, I want to personally thank you again for taking time out of your busy day to join me on Sweet Talk and sharing your wisdom with our listeners. I'm always eager to see the work you're doing in Basking Ridge after growing up in the area of New Jersey. Uh, it's always wonderful what I call coming home. I have no doubt that Fellowship Village will remain an industry leader for years to come. 
Uh, Unidyne and myself are proud to be your partner, and our listeners are lucky to have had the chance to learn from your insights. I hope everyone will continue to join me on Sweet Talk for more privileged access to the movers and shakers in senior living. Tune in next month as we further our C-suite discussions. Stay safe and be well. And, Brian, thank you so much, and have a great day. Appreciate it. My pleasure. You as well, Richard. Thank you. Thank you.